You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Heard Saturday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Kentucky Travel and Tourism. From exotic locales a continent away to weekend stays down the highway, pack a suitcase and your vacation imagination. It's time for the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Hi, this is Chris Robinson and welcome to The Travel Show. This week we're featuring a U.S. state that is one of a kind. You'll discover a rich historical region with fascinating cities, rolling hills and a large helping of southern hospitality. There's only one Kentucky Derby, only one Mammoth Cave, only one Niagara of the South and there's only one place to see them all. So come with me now to explore Kentucky on a travel show magic moment. Under a swathe of Kentucky hills and hollows is a limestone labyrinth, the heartland of a national park. The surface of Mammoth Cave National Park encompasses about 200 square kilometers. No one knows how big the underside is. Nearly 600 kilometers of the five-level cave system have been mapped, and new caves are continually being discovered. It's the world's longest cave system. In my visit, I saw the eerie beauty of the caverns on some of the passages available for the tours. And these tours are hikes inside of the earth. Mammoth does not glamorize the underworld with garish lighting. You never forget that you are deep in the earth. And nowhere else can you get a better lesson in the totality of darkness and the miracle of light. Because after a warning, our guide switched off the lights. And the darkness is sudden and absolute. Then she lit a match, and the tiny dot of light magically spread, illuminating a circle of astonished faces. Well, to guide us around this world-class destination, we're joined by Kristen Branscombe, who is the newly appointed Commissioner of the Kentucky Department of Travel and Tourism. Welcome to the Travel Show, Commissioner, and congratulations on your appointment. Thank you so much, Chris. It's an absolute pleasure to be on your show, and... Uh, like you said, there is absolutely zero doubt that I have the best job in the world. Yeah, I think you probably do. <laughs> I, mean, well, I, I just love Kentucky, and I'm uh, thrilled to share our state with you and your listeners. And, of course, you're not very far away, are you? You're just to, to the south and a little to the west. Uh, that is a good way to put it. Just a little south, little to the west. Uh, you know, we're an easy drive for anyone coming from Toronto or Montreal. Um, and, you know, we're a really quick flight, easy flight. We've got some great airports in northern Kentucky, Lexington and Louisville. So we are very accessible uh, to all of our Canadian friends. And you're such a diverse state as well. Can you give our listeners a, perhaps just a quick overview of the state as a whole? Well, you know, Kentucky's landscape is much like our weather. If you don't like one one minute, just drive to the, you know, <laughs> you know, the next minute the weather's going to change. And so the landscape is much the same. If you don't like one landscape, drive about 30 minutes and it's going to change. So, you know, kind of from east to west and the western part of the state, you know, we have a lot of our flatlands. You can see a lot of our row crops, you know, beautiful cornfields swaying in the wind. Then you kind of start going into central Kentucky and there's this lush bluegrass and all of the 
these horse farms and beautiful fields and uh, rolling pasture scenes. And then you start getting into eastern Kentucky, and we have the beautiful um, mountains and, and hills and hollers, as we like to call them. <laughs> so it's, it's, there's just scenes everywhere that will take your breath away. Yes, for a relatively small state, you have a huge range of, of landscapes. Oh, it, it's incredible. And, I mean, there, there's something for everybody. One of my favorite uh, views in all of Kentucky is uh, down in eastern Kentucky. And it's on top of the, uh, they call it Black Mountain. And it's the highest elevation in Kentucky. And you can stand there, and you're looking out over nothing but all this forested land. And, of course, we've got 10,000 elk for you to also see. Um, but you're looking at Virginia and Tennessee while standing in Kentucky. So it's just, you know, we've got some incredible breathtaking views in our state. Wow. And the Underground Railway was a historical route, of course, for slaves escaping up here to, to Canada. And Kentucky played a very important role on, in all of that, and it's Black History Month here in Canada. So I think you ought to tell us a little bit more about this uh, particular passage of history. You know, Kentucky played an interesting role uh, in slavery. We were, it depends on where you came from. If you were in the south, we were, Kentucky was the gateway to the north. If you, you were in the north, we were the gateway to the south. So Kentucky was a slave state uh, during the time, but we had a tremendous amount of uh, free African Americans, especially in Louisville. So if you're looking at a map and you're looking at Kentucky, you're going to see the Ohio River uh, stretch above our border, and that was basically the last hurdle for the slaves um, to get past to get into freedom. And the Ohio River uh, wasn't something you could get across easy, uh, so it's very deep, very wide, and so places like Louisville were extremely important in the Underground Railroad because of the transportation hub. So there was a lot of the Underground Railroad systems in Louisville that could provide these uh, runaway slaves with access to ships and ferries that could aid in their escape. And, you know, um, Chris, now that you mentioned it, Kentucky has a lot of Canadian connections uh, with the Underground Railroad. Uh, one of our, um, I guess you could say, most notable slaves was Henry Bibb. Uh, he made his way into Canada after, man, he had a history of escape attempts. And uh, Canada was a refuge for many slaves. But what's notable about Mr. Bibb is he helped establish uh, Canada's first African-American newspaper, The Voice of the Fugitive. So that's kind of our... Uh, Fascinating. Under, underground Railroad Kentucky connection. But if any of your listeners want to come and see, you know, a, a, get their hands on and kind of go through some of these buildings and churches and homes that were part of the Underground Railroad system, I'd invite them to Maysville, Kentucky. Um, it's kind of a one-stop shop, and there's artifacts, museums, and being able to go through some of these homes that are still standing from that era is just an incredible opportunity. Wow. Well, of course, another thing that Kentucky is, is so well known for is the horse. And you have everything from scenic horse farms to adrenaline pumping horse races, don't you? Oh, I mean, if you're going to come and you, if you want to know about horses, you're going to come to Kentucky. And we definitely have no shortage of horse races. Uh, the great thing about having that many horse races is that there's always an opportunity, pretty much, you know, majority of the year for you to take in a race. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people, they, they like the races, but you can't touch those thoroughbreds. They're way too expensive to touch uh, just for a normal visitor. But 
we have a lot of opportunities in Kentucky for you to get up close and personal with the horse. And one that I would definitely recommend is going to the Kentucky Horse Park. There's over 1,200 acres dedicated to the horse. You can camp there or you can just stop by for a visit. You can watch the parades. You can ride a horse. Um, And then even if you're not quite wanting to ride a horse, you can even pet the horses. So it's great for kids and adults. And you mentioned bluegrass when you were talking about the scenery in the state. And, of course, bluegrass is also referencing your your wonderful wealth of music and, and festivals, indeed. Right. Um, Kentucky is the birthplace of bluegrass music. And during the summer and fall, I would challenge you to find um, a, a weekend when there's not a bluegrass festival somewhere. Now, Chris, I'm not musically talented whatsoever. You um, and me so both. What, <laughs> so what I love the most about these bluegrass festivals is how approachable the musicians mm. are. I mean, they're fantastic to listen to, but, you know, they also want you to learn about bluegrass music and really get involved. So, you know, some of them will even say, hey, won't you come up and pick with us a little bit? And if I'm picking, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad news, but at least it's a fun experience, and you get to learn a little bit more about the music. And of course, that's just part of the uh, the, the very broad art scene in Kentucky. Oh yeah, well, you know we are we are home to uh, everything from our Appalachian arts to um, the the Shakers. We have a Shaker Village, and you can learn about the Shaker arts and about that time period and that type of art. But we have the National Quilt Museum in Western Kentucky, which is a huge draw. They have basically an entire week dedicated to quilting. And I've never in my life seen so many quilts and people uh, interested in quilting. But this is just not like what, you know, maybe Grandma used to quilt. These are truly works of art, and it is just incredible. One thing that we've got coming up is the Speed Museum, Speed Art Museum in Louisville. And it is having a huge re-grand opening in March. Uh, they did a renovation. It added a lot of space, a lot of exhibits. Um, and the Speed Museum is just the right speed, and pun intended, uh, for either the most refined art lovers or those that just want to experience it for the first time. Oh, fantastic. Well, in the remaining segments of this show, you're going to take us on a bit of a tour of Kentucky. Where have you, uh, you got us going to? Well, today we're going to go through Lexington, northern Kentucky, and Louisville. That's going to be the focus uh, due to those cities kind of being in the central part of our state. And we have guests from each of those waiting to talk to us on a tour. Fantastic. And if you want to find out more about Kentucky and and plan a trip there, where should listeners go to to find out more? Visitors can visit KentuckyTourism.com for more information. Wonderful. Plus, of course, you can go to the chrisrobinsontravelshow.com. That's uh, all you need to remember, and you'll find links to all the other websites that we mentioned here on the program. You can also listen to this show at the, at the website, or you can find the podcast on iTunes. So if you want to listen again or uh, perhaps share the broadcast and the, uh, the website with friends and family as part of your vacation planning, it's all there for you. So we're going to take a very quick break now. Meanwhile, we might just saddle up because the next stop on our tour of Kentucky is Lexington, the horse capital of the world. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. There's only one Kentucky Derby. One culinary capital of bourbon country called Louisville. One life-sized arc encounter in northern Kentucky. And one amazing distillery district in Lexington. You can travel to the far reaches of the globe and not experience what can only be discovered in Kentucky. Because there's only one. For exciting attractions, world-class dining, and adventures in bourbon, visit KentuckyTourism.com. 
It's never too late to discover a perfect bed partner. Visit Dormio Organic Mattresses and Bedding for the healthiest sleep of your life. Comfortable and safe, free from chemical-laden foams and toxic fire retardants, Dormio uses just three materials, organic latex, organic wool, and organic cotton. With over 100 different firmness levels and the ability to customize each partner's side, there's a Dormio Organic Mattress made just for you. Locations in Mississauga, Oakville, Toronto, and Vaughan. Learn more at dormio.ca. Winter is here, and a new furnace from Reliance is the perfect way to make sure you'll be warm and comfortable until spring. And here's something that'll make you even more comfortable. $800 in savings. Call Reliance Home Comfort now, and you can save $800 on a featured furnace. Conditions apply. For details, call 1-866-RELIANCE. That's 1-866-RELIANCE. Because at Reliance, we're not comfortable until you are. Are you sure that's not a... A load-bearing wall? I can... I can fix that. Some projects should be left to Royal Home Improvements. Honey, when I say I want more natural light... I I can fix that. Royal Home Improvements has been building trust since 1969 and knows what it means to get the job done on time and within budget. Get your free home renovation estimate with just one call. Inside or out, big or small. Do I even want to know? Yeah, it's okay. I I can fix that. Call Royal Home Improvements because, no, he can't. The Royal Home Improvements project team can. Act now to start planning for your next project. With Royal Home Improvements, seniors never pay tax, and CARP members can save all or part of the tax. Call 416-236-4400 or visit royalhomeimprovements.ca. The perfect Valentine's gift is a pendant that says, I'm on your side no matter what. You are anchored by love. The Anchored by Love designer diamond pendant is wearable, conceptual art. A story that's told in diamonds and gold. It looks like it ought to be $1,000. Only $349. Spence has a truly fantastic selection for Valentine's Day. Starting at just $189. Spence. Woo! Off Brimley outside Scarborough Town Center on Highway 7 just off Highway 400 in Vaughan and in Mississauga near Square One. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Kentucky Travel and Tourism. What the world needs now is more of the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. This week, we're exploring the bluegrass state of Kentucky. It's closer than you think, and yet graced with southern charm and hospitality. It's packed with outdoors adventures and arts and crafts indoors, and everything is washed down with bourbon and fine cuisine. And now our whirlwind tour continues as we explore Lexington. Our guide to this fascinating state is Kristen Branscombe, who is the new commissioner of the Kentucky Department of Travel and Tourism. And Kristen, just before we really get uh, tucked into Lexington, tell us a little bit about bourbon. What is the definition of good bourbon? Well, Chris, I am going to share the, tr- the biggest secret about bourbon. You asked what makes a good bourbon. Right. Well, here it is. It's got to be Kentucky bourbon. If it's Kentucky <laughs> bourbon, then that's a good bourbon, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, that's simple enough to look out for. <laughs> uh, Kristen, you've, you've actually corralled a local Lexington expert for this segment of the show. Can you introduce her, and we'll take it from there. 
Absolutely. Uh, Nikki Heichelbeck, she is Director of Communications at Visit Lex, which is Lexington Convention and Visitors Bureau. Fantastic. Well, welcome to the Travel Show, Nikki. Thank you so much. It's great to be uh, chatting with you all today. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing much more about Lexington. And let's start perhaps with the uh, distillery district, which dates back to the early 1800s. It does, absolutely, yes. Prior to Prohibition, uh, the distillery district, as it is known now, was actually home to a large hub of bourbon making. Um, Unfortunately, once uh, Prohibition happened, there was only one uh, that survived Prohibition. That was the James Pepper Distillery, and they actually were able to survive by selling medicinal whiskey. Now, uh, I don't know about you, but every now and again, I still need a little medicinal whiskey for my, uh, you know, uh, winter colds and such. Any excuse. Um, so we're, we're grateful that they uh, they made it through Prohibition, but that whole campus has seen quite the rebirth um, here in the last several years, um, and they. They've dubbed themselves the Pepper Campus at the Lexington Distillery District. One of the original tenants uh, in this new run is a place called Barrel House Distilling, which is a craft bourbon distillery right here in the heart of downtown Lexington. So we're delighted to be able to offer visitors that opportunity to go and see um, kind of bourbon on the craft scale. Wonderful. And you've got restaurants and gourmet ice cream and craft beer and live music too down in the uh, distillery district. Absolutely, yes. It's been really fascinating to see that project evolve over the last couple of years. As I said, Barrel House Distilling was the first to come on board, uh, I believe right around 2008 or so. And um, just over a year ago, we had one of our Brewgrass Trail members, and we'll talk more about the, the Brewgrass Trail here in a few minutes, but Ethereal Brewing opened up in the distillery district just over a year ago. And they really have kind of been the catapult to really launching that as a visitor destination and also a place for locals to go. Like you mentioned, there's a great uh, craft ice cream uh, Mm. place there called Crank and Boom, uh, which if you're in Lexington and you haven't had Crank and Boom, you've really done yourself a disservice. You can find it at many of our local restaurants and then also at their um, brick and mortar store down there at the distillery district. Um, There's also a great little bar called the Break Room, which was the original break room for the Pepper Distillery. So um, it's a tiny little um, nook over there, but they do have a lot of live music. They've got uh, horseshoe pits and um, lots of great things to do outside there too when the weather warms up and and we have some nice um, evenings to look forward to. Lovely. And you you mentioned not the Bluegrass Trail, but the Brewgrass Trail. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we we have seen quite the growth in brewing here in central Kentucky. And so a number of years ago, we decided to launch the Brewgrass Trail, kind of as a complement to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail um, and, and some of the folks that are getting out there and exploring those distilleries. And the tagline for that program is called Respect the Bourbon, Drink the Beer, which uh, we think is a lot of fun. And so right here in the central Kentucky area, we have eight breweries that are now open to the public. And as part of that program, about a year ago again, uh, we launched the Passport Program, which is very similar to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Passport. Um, Essentially, you just have to make your way around to all the different Brewgrass Trail stops take a tour, sip some of their beer, and then turn your passport in and we'll give you um, a lovely T-shirt that um, has all the Brewgrass Trail partners on it. As if you needed any encouragement. You also got a new hotel opening up. 
We do. You know, downtown Lexington is really growing. We're seeing a lot of new restaurants, uh, and we're very, very excited to announce the opening of the 21C uh, Museum Hotel, which for those of you out there who have been to Louisville, perhaps um, they opened up the first one a number of years back uh, over in downtown Louisville. And we, uh, later this spring, will open up ours here in Lexington. And we just could not be more excited. For those of you who know about 21C, um, you know that it's dedicated to modern arts and there's always an art gallery with changing exhibits. Um, the restaurant here in Lexington is going to be called lock box and um that's set to open later in march beginning of april so great spring um, restaurant and great spring accommodations if you're coming into town for any of the horse racing fantastic and talking of horse racing of course lexington is very much in the heart of horse country can you describe the, the beautiful farms on the countryside as you tour around Oh, sure. Absolutely. Spring is, is one of my favorite times of the year to get out into horse country simply because it's a uh, foaling season and I never tire of seeing the babies out in the fields and their knobbly little knees and, you know, <laughs> running alongside their moms. Um, and then the scenery is just stunning here in the springtime. And so uh, folks do like to get out and um, take in those different horse farms. And we have a brand new uh, organization here in Lexington called Horse Country, and they essentially are making it much easier for visitors to get onto the, the private farms. For example, um, Coolmore, Ashford Stud, is one of the members of Horse Country, and that is the farm who is now home to American Pharaoh, which, you know, here in Lexington we had a very exciting uh, fall mm -hmm race meet that concluded with hosting the Breeders' Cup Championships where American Pharaoh took home the Grand Slam by winning uh, all three legs of the Triple Crown and then winning the Breeders' Cup races as well. So very excited about that new program, and uh, it's just going to make it that much easier for vis visitors to get onto the farms that they're interested in going to. Kristen, this must be a huge draw for, for the state as a whole, uh, the whole horse thing, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are so fortunate to have the, the horse industry in Kentucky. I mean, it is. I have friends from all across the country and the world that have come over, and they just want to go see a horse. And it is, like Nikki was saying, it is undeniable once you get into horse country. You start seeing the white and black fences. And the best part, I recommend anybody flying into Lexington, right as soon as you get ready to descend and land, just look out the window, and if you're not on the window seat, move somebody over and just look, look out, and you can, I mean, it is the most fantastic view of just miles and miles of horse farms. So I think that's a, another little tidbit that's just, uh, like I said, move those people out of the window seat and take that view in. Uh, Nikki, just before yeah, you Chris, go on. I was going to say, Kristen's absolutely right. If you're flying into Lexington, book that window seat. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll be happy you did so. Well, I was just about to ask you for your hidden gem about Lexington, and I think we've uh, probably got it there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's, um, you know, like Kristen said, it's, we're really fortunate to have the industry centered here in Lexington. And, you know, the beautiful thing about horse country and that new initiative is that where folks have traditionally been going to stud farms, where you're seeing that side of the industry, with this new initiative, you can go and see where farms are specializing in newborns and, you know, 
teenage horses, if you will, uh, before they go uh, to the track and before they go to the, the uh, sales. So it's a whole different side of the industry that's being opened up to uh, visitors. And even downtown Lexington, I think, is called the city in the park, isn't it? Yes, we have been referenced that way uh, in the past, and it, it's very true. Um, Lexington, the way that we're situated, we're very easy to navigate. It's a very much a hub and spoke um, in our downtown core. But if you drive 15 minutes or so in any direction, you're absolutely surrounded by the beautiful horse country. And, um, you know, it just doesn't get any better than that spring uh, flowers and, and blooming trees and, and all that good stuff. Wonderful. Um, but do bring your allergy medication. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nikki, thank you so much for your insider's guide to, to Lexington. Do you have a, a local website that uh, listeners can go to? Sure, yes. Everything we've talked about today can be found on our website, which is www.visitlex.com. Fantastic. Thank you again so much. And Kristen, where are you going to take us next? Well, up next, we are going to explore northern Kentucky. And um, did you know that way before Las Vegas held this nickname, Newport, Kentucky was called Sin City during Prohibition? Whoa, okay. I can't (laughs) wait to find out more about that. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. We'll be back in a minute. There's only one Kentucky Derby. One culinary capital of bourbon country called Louisville. One life-sized arc encounter in northern Kentucky and one amazing distillery district in Lexington. You can travel to the far reaches of the globe and not experience what can only be discovered in Kentucky, because there's only one. For exciting attractions, world-class dining, and adventures in bourbon, visit KentuckyTourism.com. Sequins, feathers, and the incomparable Quinn Lemley. What more does a burlesque spectacle need? The Rose Theatre Brampton presents an evening of bold jokes and show-stopping numbers as Quinn Lemley and her diva sidekicks bridge the worlds of burlesque, Broadway, and beyond. I used to be Snow White, but I drifted. See Burlesque to Broadway, February 20th at the Rose Theatre Brampton. Tickets at rosetheater.ca or 905-874-2800. The 2017 Acura NSX. You have to see it to believe it. See the incredible NSX supercar and the entire new Acura lineup at the Canadian International Auto Show, February 12th to 21st. See acura.ca for details. From the acclaimed TV series comes Downton Abbey, The Ultimate Collection, the new two-CD set featuring the musical highlights from the entire Downton legacy, all six seasons, evocative of an era, reminiscent of romance, music of marvel, mirth, and memory, a world of grandeur and Granthams. Relive the drama and the magic. Downton Abbey, The Ultimate Collection, available at Walmart. Hi, I'm Cherry Tab, co-founder of the Herzig Eye Institute, and we do vision correction on chickens. It's true. Afterwards, when they're not feeling chicken anymore, they always say, I don't know why I was so nervous. That was so easy. Thank you. Thank you for holding my hand and answering my questions and taking such good care of me. So what are you waiting for? Google high-definition vision. Learn about Herzig. Call us for a consultation. There's no charge. Look after yourself. Promise me. Wow. That's awesome. Read reviews of Epson's new cartridge-free EcoTank printer. You'll see phrases like flawless and the new standard. Print up to 8,000 pages without changing the cartridge. See the totally cartridge-free EcoTank at Staples or Best Buy. Epson.ca slash EcoTank. 
Introducing the debut album, One, from the first couple of Celtic music, Natalie McMaster and Danelle Leahy. Get your copy of One from Natalie McMaster and Danelle Leahy. Available at Walmart now. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Kentucky Travel and Tourism. Exciting destinations. Compelling conversation. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Hi, welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. And today we're touring around the delightful U.S. state of Kentucky, which is truly closer than you think. In this part of the show, we're going to be heading off to the north of the state. There's lots new to talk about in this region, whether it's a revitalization on the riverfront on both sides of the Ohio River or the new Ark Encounter, a one-of-a-kind themed attraction. And there's also history galore from the Civil War to the gangsters of the Prohibition times, and that's what I want to hear more about. (laughs) We're traveling around Kentucky in the company of our expert guest, Kristen Branscombe, Commissioner of the Kentucky Department of Travel and Tourism. And Kristen, North Kentucky is probably the the first impression you get if you're driving into the state, whether you're driving down I-75 or if you're flying into Cincinnati. It's true to say that that Kentucky is so very accessible, even for a weekend getaway. Yeah, Chris. I mean, Kentucky is right in the middle of all the action. Uh, We've got great flights uh, into the Cincinnati Northern Kentucky Airport. Um, I checked them today, actually. I was going to make my own travel plans out of Northern (laughs) Kentucky Airport. So lots of great flights, lots of great options. We've got some great interstates that are easy to travel. We've got enough in Kentucky to, you know, keep you here for a year or two. But the best thing is we are so close and accessible. If you're looking at your calendar and you don't have any weekend plans, we are quick enough to get here, and it's easy and simple. So come on down for a weekend. What a great idea. So who have you found to take us around uh, northern Kentucky? Well, joining us today is Renee Werdeman. She's director of the convention services for Meet NKY, which is the Northern Kentucky Convention and Visitors Bureau. Sounds our perfect guest. Renee, welcome to the travel show. Thank you. So, you... Uh, well, as we like to say, Guten Tag, y'all, here in northern <laughs> Kentucky. We have a very big German heritage here, so you'll learn more about that as we go through the interview. Um, I wanted to give you a little bit of a geography lesson of where right. northern Kentucky is and, and how we're situated. We're literally where the south uh, quite begins at our front door. Uh, We're situated on the Ohio River, and we're across from downtown Cincinnati. In fact, as I sit in my office, I can see downtown Cincinnati, and all there is to do there as well. We are 15-plus counties and part of a large metropolitan region, and uh, it's incredibly easy and expensive to get to, as Christian just said. Right. So right on the doorstep, really, for so many Canadians. And as I mentioned at the start, there's lots of new stuff happening in northern Kentucky. Can you, can you tell us about the, uh, the big expansion of uh, Newport on the Levee? Definitely. Newport on the Levee is really a fun destination for visitors and locals alike. It's an indoor-outdoor shopping, dining, entertainment complex, and it's anchored by the Newport Aquarium. The expansion that is going on right now is called Aqua on the Levee, and it is an upscale feature to the levee. It uh, will feature the region's first aloft hotel, luxury apartments, and retail shopping and dining. 
It's a pretty exciting new complex for the area. The Newport on the Levee complex hosts so many people. Uh, it's fun to do, but then you can walk across the street into the Aloft Hotel, and uh, for instance, their bar d is called WXYZ, and it will be featuring all kinds of live music and jazz, everything from trendy to cutting edge, and um, just something very different for us. So we're looking forward to that opening very soon. Fantastic. What is this Ark Encounter that uh, I've been hearing about? It's a pretty unique attraction, I believe. Yes, it is. Um, this is a big event in northern Kentucky, and it sits in Grant County, which is further south of us. And this will be the first phase of the Ark Encounter, and it will open July 7th of 2016. And basically what this is, is it's a entertaining and educational uh, presentation of the historical events that were centered on Noah's Ark, as it is recorded in the Bible. So they're going to build this large Ark Encounter, which is an attraction. And I'll give you a few specs on the project, which are pretty incredible. Its dimensions are uh, related to a 510-foot long size Ark. And that's larger than a football field, maybe a football field and a half. And they have another dimension that they say NASA could lay three sp space shuttles nose to tail oh, wow. on the ark's roof. And the capacity of the ark will be related to 500 standard semi-trailers. So that's pretty, pretty big. Yes, that's big. Um, they're expecting 2 million visitors per year. And right now the cost, as we say, is $91.5 million project. Wow. So it's pretty incredible. Uh, as I said, they're expecting quite a few people, and it's a, it's a big, big initiative here. And uh, we're looking forward to it coming on board. And the exact date opening will be July 7th of 2016. Okay. You actually kind of specialize in one-of-a-kind attractions in, in your part of the world, don't you? You've also got the Museum of Ventriloquism. <laughs> this is one of our little hidden gems. Right. Um, it's called Vent Haven Museum. It's the world's only museum dedicated to the art of ventriloquism. It features over 500 figures from 20 countries. It's a very small museum. It's open only by appointment, May through September, and admission is very inexpensive. In fact, it's a donation of $5. What uh, was really fun about this museum is, is that it has attracted a major ventriloquist convention. And it's called um, the Vent Haven Ventriloquist Convention. It attracts about 1,500 people per year. Wow. And it's very unusual. It's a lot of fun to walk through the halls as they're there meeting in the hotel. Um, to <laughs> I'd like to be a fly in the wall of that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting. Now, very interesting. Something it's unusual. Else, something else I want to hear about. And, and Kristen, perhaps you can help us here. You made mention at the end of the last segment uh, about uh, Prohibition and about Newport being Sin City. Tell us about that. Well, I mean, I'm a good girl. I don't know anything about Sin City, so Renee's going to have to tell us about that. Oh, Renee, it looks like you're, you're, you've got the mantle of the bad girl here. Well, uh, unfortunately, I can tell you all about it. I don't know what that says about me. But uh, Sin City is was in Newport, and that's one of the cities along the Ohio River. Uh, and it was actually started prior to Las Vegas coming out of the ground. Gambling was not legal here. So what happened is that there were a lot of speakeasies uh, built 
or organized throughout that region. And we were the ones who were hosting the Frank Sinatras and the Marilyn Monroes. Uh, some of the gangsters were down here on a regular basis. It's where the Tommy gun was invented um, in Newport, and they used to. Their slang for that was called a Newport typewriter because of the sound <laughs> it made when it was shooting. But Newport has been all cleaned up. Um, there's very few reminders, physical reminders, anywhere in Newport of it. Um, but we have an organization called American Heritage Tours that has started here in our area, and they have what they call a gangster tour. A lot of locals were not happy about this because they wanted this to just go away. But the gangster tour encompasses all of the locations where the speakeasies were found. Oh, and they also tell a lot of really great stories, um, personal stories about the people that came down here to party and then go back home. And there's, there's so much else. We're, we're running out of time, unfortunately. But, I mean, the cuisine of, of northern Kentucky, the, the arts and festival scene, you know, all reasons in their own right to come to your part of the state. Right. And, you know, if I had to say anything to you about this area is we have people that visit for the first time that are regularly surprised at how, how much there is to do and the diversity of the area. Mm. We've got every kind of food and traditional food as well as trendy that you could imagine. We have so much to do. Um, the arts, they we're an outdoor community. We've got plenty of walking trails. The bridges are walkable. There's um, museums and theaters that you can walk into and see shows. And the reason we say there's something for everybody is because we accommodate everybody's budget as well. And we're a very, very friendly area. Fantastic. Well, thank you for being such a great guide to this part of the world. Looking forward to seeing Northern Kentucky sometime soon. Thank you so much for visiting us today. Kristen, where are you whirling off to uh, next on the, uh, the, our tour of Kentucky? Well, Chris, next up we are going to explore Louisville, which is right in the heart of bourbon country. Uh, Speaking of bourbon, uh, maybe you and I should have a quick sample during the next break. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea to me. Uh, you're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show, and we may or may not be back after this quick break. There's only one Kentucky Derby. One culinary capital of bourbon country called Louisville. One life-sized arc encounter in northern Kentucky. And one amazing distillery district in Lexington. You can travel to the far reaches of the globe and not experience what can only be discovered in Kentucky. Because there's only one. For exciting attractions, world-class dining, and adventures in bourbon, visit KentuckyTourism.com. They say once you've tasted great success, the hardest part is staying grounded. We can help with that. Now you can get no-charge all-wheel drive when you lease the 2016 Cadillac SRX Luxury for $279 bi-weekly at 0.9% for 48 months. And to make the road to success even more enjoyable, we've included 4G LTE Wi-Fi and navigation. $29.95 down includes $26.50 credit and $1,000 owner cash. See dealer or cadillac.ca for details. Among Cynthia Findlay's collection of vintage and estate jewelry are stories of everlasting love. Showcased at Toronto Antiques on King, Cynthia Findlay's collection is world-class. Rings, earrings, bracelets, and pendants once given to women who were confident, caring, and one-of-a-kind. Remind you of anyone? Cherish her now and forever with a vintage Valentine's gift from Toronto Antiques on King, 284 King Street West, beside the Princess of Wales Theatre. This winter, take a break from the cold. 
With a trial stay at an Amica retirement community, you can enjoy the all-inclusive lifestyle and the company of new friends. Experience the comfort and convenience of our first-class dining and housekeeping services, along with our extensive wellness and vitality programs. Visit amica.ca to inquire about a trial stay at a community near you. Come in from the cold and feel the warmth of Amica. Over 1,000 new cars and light trucks. It's the 2016 Canadian International Auto Show presented by the Toronto Star and Wheels.ca. Your move. Cars have always been at the forefront of technology. See what the future holds at the Connected Automobile Showcase. Ever wonder what celebrities drive? Get up close and personal with Cars and Stars presented by Castrol. Download the Subaru Scavenger Hunt app during the auto show for a chance to win a G-Adventures tour of your choice. And if that's not enough, enter Mandarin Holiday's The Flavors of Asia contest for a chance to win an epic 12-day trip for two to Taiwan and Korea, presented by the Scarborough Hospital Foundation. Auto show fun is for the whole family. Two adults, two kids, only $45. It's the Volkswagen family admission ticket. The 2016 Auto Show, presented by the Toronto Star and Wheels.ca. Your move. Metro Toronto Convention Centre, on now until February 21st. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Kentucky Travel and Tourism. Living the dream. Vacation. This is the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Hi, and welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. This week, we're exploring the many facets of the state of Kentucky. The bluegrass state is alive with music, arts, and culture. The beautiful landscapes vary from rolling countryside with picturesque horse farms to mountains, rivers, and forests, which are a wonderful adventure playground. You can experience fine dining with fresh farm-to-table cuisine. And Louisville is the culinary capital of bourbon country and the perfect weekend getaway. Our guide guru on our tour of Kentucky's many delights is Kristen Branscombe, Commissioner of the Kentucky Department of Travel and Tourism. And Kristen, Louisville, Kentucky really does have a unique style of, I suppose you'd call it southernness, Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I mean, Louisville has all of that southern flair and charm that, uh, you know, you traditionally think about. But the thing about Louisville, it has this little dash of spice and flavor to it that makes it something that's truly unique and spectacular. Okay, so I'm sure you've uh, got someone along to uh, tell us all about uh, the place. Who is it? Uh, Our expert from Louisville is Susan Dallas. She is the Senior Communications Manager from the Louisville Convention and Visitors Bureau. Well, Susan, welcome welcome to the Travel Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with all of you. Well, we can't talk about Louisville without mentioning Churchill Downs and the one and only Kentucky Derby. That's right. And believe it or not, we're already starting to make plans for this year's Derby. Uh, I think most people would know Louisville because of the Kentucky Derby every year, first Saturday in May. This year will be the 142nd running of the Derby, and it's run every year for 142 years, and it's fastest two minutes in sports, lots of traditions, and the whole city basically shuts down for the two weeks leading up to the Derby. It's one big party. It's our Mardi Gras here. <laughs> it sounds fabulous. And we, we've already mentioned Bourbon. And really, the city is in the heart of Bourbon country. 
Yes, we are. We like to consider Louisville kind of the gateway to bourbon country, uh, invite everyone in. We have the Urban Bourbon Trail with 35 restaurants and bars that you can taste bourbon, eat your bourbon. And uh, we have four distilleries in town now, so you cannot come to Kentucky or Louisville without having some kind of experience with bourbon. What, what is the difference between whiskey and bourbon? Well, we have a saying, uh, all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. And what that really means, what makes a bourbon bourbon is federally mandated. There are just some uh, steps in the process of distilling bourbon. Uh, has to be 51% corn, uh, aged in a charred oak barrel, right. uh, nothing added but water. But um, all, whis- all bourbon is whiskey, but just not all bourbon is, or not all whiskey is bourbon. Right. And you've got some very urban uh, bourbon experiences uh, in uh, Louisville, haven't you? Right. It, well, we have the Urban Bourbon Trail. Uh, right now we have 35 stops on that. You don't have to <laughs> actually visit all 35 <laughs> stops, which I'm sure you'd like to. Wow. Uh, it's uh, a restaurant has to have at least 50 bourbons on their bar. Uh, if they serve food, uh, some of the dishes have to be made with bourbon. And you can get a passport uh, if you take the Urban Bourbon Trail, and if you visit six of the stops, you'll get a T-shirt and you become an honorary citizen of bourbon country. I love it. And you've got the oldest urban winery in, in the state, too. Right, the old 502 winery. It's the only urban winery in the state, I believe. And uh, you can go there and have tastings. You can watch the wine being made, and you can have tastings. And actually, there's also Fall City Beer a brewery is along with Old 502. So you can have wine and beer. Fantastic. And bourbon. You can have them all here. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, let's just bring you in for the, for the big picture. I didn't know that Kentucky made so much wine. You know, we have now, we have seven, over 70 wineries around the state. Uh, oh, so there truly knew? is a taste for every visitor. Uh, what's a little known fact is that before Prohibition, uh, Kentucky had more grape acreage than any other state in the country. But, of course, Prohibition came. We burned down those beautiful grapevines oh. uh, and then planted tobacco. So now we're getting back into the business. Um, we had five wineries in 2000. So you think in 15 years later we've got 70. So we're really fine-tuning our wine production. Uh, and I think a grape that you know very well in Canada is the Vidal grape, mm. which I think was the uh, ice wine, um, the beginning yep. grape. I think you all transitioned a little bit to some others, but yeah, the Vidal uh, grape is something that uh, we're really taking hold of here in Kentucky. Fantastic. Susan, along with all of these uh, alcoholic offerings, you've got some fantastic cuisine in town too. Right. You can eat well when you come in Louisville. We just don't ask, you know, you don't just have to drink the whole time you're here. Uh, Louisville's getting quite the reputation as a great foodie town. Uh, we've gotten lots of accolades from Southern Living, Zagat, uh, that, you know, we're an up-and-coming foodie town. Uh, best foodie town, small town in America, bon, by bon Appetit. And we just started, you know, take, putting in our touch on some southern dishes. And, of course, a lot of them do add bourbon, but it's a great place to uh, eat. And a lot of people wouldn't think of Louisville that way, but we really are getting quite the reputation as being uh, quite the culinary destination. What about uh, museums in the city? Uh, we have lots of great museums, and one of a kind, actually. Of course, we have the Muhammad Ali Center. Oh, yes. uh, we have uh, Louisville Slugger. You can see the baseball bats being made. We have a Kentucky Derby Museum that pays homage to that one you know, race every year. Right. Uh, and we have an area in downtown called Museum Row on Main where actually there are 10 attractions within a four-block walking distance. 
and several of the iconic attractions are there. Great. And, of course, the, uh, the Speed Art Museum is, is reopening. We're extremely excited about that. Our art museum has been closed for three years. It will reopen this year on March 12th. Actually, the weekend that it's opening, it will be open for 30 hours straight. So we're very excited about that. What about uh, any festivals in town? Well, the Kentucky Derby Festival is Uh, the huge festival, and that's two weeks leading up to the Kentucky Derby, and that will kick off with Thunder Over Louisville, which is the largest fireworks in North America. So that's a two-week celebration of fun and frolic leading up to the race. We also have the largest uh, Beatles festival in the United States with Abbey Road on the River. That's Memorial Day weekend in May. Uh, We have a great music festival, Forecastle, that's in July. So lots of festivals, a great art festival in October. So pretty much most every time of the year, if you think about it, there's something great, some festival or something to do. Okay, now before we, uh, we let you go, I want some special advice for uh, Canadians who are perhaps coming down to the city for the first time. Um, just come know that it's a very kind of slow-paced. People are very friendly here. It's easy to get around here. Lots of great places to eat, lots of great things to see. Um, if you want to come for a long weekend, great, or there's enough here to do if you wanted to spend a whole week. Sounds good. It's easy to get here. Three interstates intersect in Louisville if you want to drive, and it's uh, we've got a great airport that's only about seven minutes from downtown Louisville. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for, for showing us around the city, Susan. But thank you so much. I appreciate it. I invite everybody to come and see us. And Kristen, unfortunately, we've uh, run out of time on the show, but uh, before I let you go, too, can you recommend one very personal Kentucky experience, perhaps uh, not to be missed for all the Canadians heading down your way? Well, Chris, I tell you, I can't choose just one. That's like asking a mom to pick her favorite child, you know. (laughs) But I will say that, you know, we are right around um, springtime. It's getting close to to some warm weather. Mm. I invite everybody down, come to Kentucky, stay a weekend, stay a week, stay a whole year. We'd love to have you. Come and visit us. (laughs) Well, a year might be pushing it, but, uh, yeah, you've got to plan for uh, quite some time to get the best out of uh, everything that you've got down there. Thank you so much, Kristen. Branscombe, Commissioner of the Kentucky Department of Travel and Tourism, for taking us on a delightful tour through Kentucky. Thanks again. Thank you so much, Chris, for having us on. And thanks, too, for bringing along the local experts, Nikki from Lexington, Renee from Northern Kentucky, and Susan from Louisville. And there's still so much of the south of the state that we haven't even explored. To find out more about Kentucky, the website you need to remember is, very simple, KentuckyTourism.com. KentuckyTourism.com. And, of course, you can find all the links you need for Kentucky at the Travel Show website as well. Be sure to click on the Chris's Travel Notes tab to find the very detailed information on everything that we've talked about today and lots more besides. The Travel Show will be back, as always, next Saturday with another travel experience. And in the meantime, pass the bourbon, Kristen, and cheers from the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Chris Robinson here again with the weekly roundup of travel news. This is Valentine's Day weekend, and Expedia have just published the key findings from their Expedia.ca romance review, which has some interesting nuggets. Nearly half of Canadians surveyed, that's 48%, feel it's important to have a partner that is passionate about travelling. 
and the older the respondent, the more likely they were to rate its importance. Banff and Jasper in Alberta topped the list of Canadian destinations that we would most want to travel to for a romantic getaway as a couple, at 32%. Vancouver and Montreal topped the Canadian city destinations that were seen as the most romantic spots in which to spend time with your lover. Outside of our own country, the top picks for the best romantic vacation are a trip by plane to a tropical destination, any tropical destination right now, which was chosen by nearly a third, and a road trip getaway was second, with over a quarter of respondents choosing this option. The survey concludes with the assertion that with all the opportunities for love and travel around this Valentine's Day, there is no excuse not to take a trip with someone you care about. And I can't help but agree, of course. My own choice doesn't quite fit any of these categories, but here it is anyway. I'll be taking the love of my life to the Italian lakes this spring, a heady concoction of alpine drama, magnificent lakes and palatial gardens. In a sad twist of real-life imitating fiction, a snake fell from a tree and bit a child at Walt Disney World's Animal Kingdom recently. The good news is that the snake was not poisonous and the child was fine, but the sad bit is that the family says after witnessing the incident, the boy's grandmother had a heart attack and died a short time later. Here's the twist. It would appear that the snake was a wild Florida snake and not a part of the park's animal collection at all. Nonetheless, this being the United States of America, the family is planning to file a formal lawsuit against Disney for injuries to the boy and wrongful death to the grandmother. My deal of the week this week is one that we highlighted on the travel show last week. Insight Vacations is offering $100 off bookings in February for their escorted journeys to Europe as a special deal for Zuma radio listeners. All you have to do is to mention the Chris Robinson Travel Show when you book your trip with your travel agent. And that is on top of their early payment discount of 7.5% on all Europe tours booked by February the 25th. So if you were inspired to travel to Germany by last week's show, then now is the time to grab the best value for your money. Check out the website at insightvacations.com for more information. Next week on The Travel Show, we're featuring one of the most popular destinations for Canadians in the Caribbean, Cuba. Over 1.3 million Canadians vacationed in Cuba last year, and we'll explore the attraction of this largest island in the Caribbean and the 17th biggest in the world to us avid sunseekers. Because it's so much more than those glorious beaches. It's safe, it's great value, its people are warm and friendly, especially to Canadians, and the history and culture extends to four UNESCO heritage cities, plus a music heritage that is truly unique. One of my guests will be from the province of Pinar del Rio in the west of the island, we'll find out a little bit more about this lesser-known part of the country as well. So take a virtual trip on the chrisrobinsontravelshow.com website for the details of this show. And, of course, join us at 1pm next Saturday or Sunday here on The Travel Show on Zuma Radio as we travel to Cuba on The Chris Robinson Travel Show.